Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 574, recorded live on Sunday, October 7th, 2018. And here are your hosts, the man who didn't watch any football yesterday, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who was at the Eastern-Western game, Andy Lowe. Hi. Ooh. Eastern-Western mm-hmm. is always a fun game. Yep. Who it was won? a close game, too. As I click to try and look it up quickly. Uh, Western Michigan defeats Eastern. No! Aww. Once again, Eastern Michigan has a problem closing a game out. <clears throat> That's fine. Once again, Michigan can't win on the road. <laughs> I thought they. I thought the game was at the big house. No, God, don't tell me that it was. Uh, yep. Yeah, because the game, the Michigan game, was delayed due to uh, thunderstorms. Oh, wait! Yesterday, oh, Michigan won yesterday. Yeah, forty-two to twenty-one. Why yes. did I think they lost? Because I do believe did MSU lose? Oh no, I, I'm sorry. I was thinking of last week when Michigan lost. No, Michigan beat Northwestern. What the yeah, hell? twenty to seventeen. What are you thinking yeah. of? I don't know. I, well, <laughs> maybe I'm just experiencing flashbacks as a Michigan fan. All right. Well, never mind. Michigan won. That's good. Cool. Sorry that Eastern lost. Yeah, it was I need to game. pay more attention to football, evidently. I'm sorry, I was out yesterday having brunch and playing with dogs and, and Mario Party and dogs. Yes, but Dave, did you miss that where I said Michigan State lost yesterday? To whom? Northwestern. <laughs> I'm, I mean, oh, that's that's a shame. Yeah. And now they're going to Penn State. <laughs> that's that's going to be a rough two weeks for, for the Spartans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they go to Michigan. Okay. Wow, are we already at the Michigan-Michigan State game? Well, we're two weeks away from the Michigan-Michigan State game. I guess I can't say we're already there. Uh, what is Michigan? Oh, hee hee hee. Michigan-Wisconsin. The yep. Michigan-Wisconsin game is next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That'll be a good game. Actually, the next three games at Michigan should be pretty good. Oh, but it's at Spartan Stadium. Let's see. Michigan is now... Or, sorry, Western Michigan is now... <laughs> The heck is the Mid American Conference? Here we go. Overall, four and two, two and zero in the conference, and they're playing. Let's see, they've got Bowling Green, which is currently one and five, Central Michigan, <clears throat> which is currently one and five, Toledo, which is currently three and two. Okay, so that might actually be a good game. Ohio is three and two. That's going to be another good game. Ball State two and four. Okay, and then finishing off against Northern Illinois. Ooh, four. So four, five, six. Oh, they might be uh, bowl eligible this year because they played Delaware State, which means they have to win seven games now for to be bowl eligible. Uh, yeah, I think they could. Well, I think Western could do it this year. Could do what? Get into a bowl game? Oh, I'm like win outright, like win every game, be ranked one, go to a bowl game. Okay. Yes, that's that is indeed possible. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see how the rest of the season goes. But yes, we went to the Eastern Western game. I uh, brought Limmer over. Well, we invited nice. we invited Limmer and John over, so that was nice. Very nice. I haven't seen them in years. Cool. Did you have fun at the game? Mm-hmm. Are you going to watch the Lions Packers game today? Nope. Which kicks off in like twenty minutes. Nope. Is All it right. in Green Bay or is it in Detroit? I uh, don't remember where this one is. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit. So yeah, the corporate office is probably going to see it, but... Uh, <clears throat> well, I didn't mean, like, were you going to go to the game, Andy? I know, but I, I, it's Lions football. I don't care. Oh, sad. <laughs> I've never cared about Lions football. Really? Yeah. How did I not recognize that? I mean, I used to have the saying, it's like, you know, when the when the Red Wings were doing good, Tigers were doing good, Pistons were doing good, I'm like, oh, man, it'd be really great if, you know, Detroit actually had a football team, you could just complete complete the grouping ouch they haven't always been bad they haven't always been bad how many playoff victories have the lions had i don't know detroit lions playoff history here we go 89 seasons playoff record 7 and 13 they were in the championships in pre-1966 they are 24th overall in the regular season since 1950 so yeah so they won the championships in 1957 I'm sorry, since 1930, they are 24th. 
since 1957. They're one of the like original NFL teams. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. They won the championships in 1935. 1935, <laughs> they won the championships. They won it in 52, 53, <clears throat> 54, 57. Do you know the oldest NFL teams? This is kind of interesting. I never actually knew this. Is somebody's older than 1935? Who? Arizona Cardinals and Chicago Bears both founded in 1920. I'm betting the Arizona Cardinals were not out in Arizona in 1920. Probably not. Uh, Green Bay Packers in 1921, New York Giants, 1925, and the Detroit Lions in 1930. Ah, uh, the team was established in Chicago in 1898. It was the Chicago Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Chicago. Yes. Football was located in Chicago. Yep. And then, of course, Green Bay had to get into it. Wow. So Chicago, Chicago, and Green Bay. Yep. <laughs> really explains a lot about the sport. Uh, all right. So if you want to talk about playoffs, the Bengals have a worse record and the Chiefs have a worse record. And that's it. The Lions. And that's it. The Lions are, are third <laughs> the to Bengals last. in Kansas City. Yeah. Wow. That's that's some rare air up there. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit has won 35 percent of its playoffs. 2016 lost, 2014 lost, 2011 lost, 99 lost, 97 lost, 95 yeah, lost, 94 lost, 93 lost, 91 won, then lost, 1983 lost, 1982 lost, 1970 lost, and then before that, 1957. So we're talking the last time they won, you know, more than one game in the playoffs. The Super Bowl hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> uh, They've had 20 playoff games. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's everything. Mm-hmm. But seriously, they haven't always been bad. Can we say they've been perpetually mediocre? We can say they've been bad for the last 40 years. They've been bad for longer than we've been alive. Yes. The winningest coach in Detroit playoffs history? Oh, don't say it. Wayne. Wayne Fontaine. <laughs> his, his, his record with the Lions? The winningest coach, his record with the Lions... <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Laura just texted because she's overhearing this. She says no one wants to live in Detroit. (laughs) I think there's other reasons, but yes, yes, that's also fair. His record, 66 and 67. So the winningest coach in Lions history has a Louisiana record. (laughs) Oh, well, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe if more people paid attention to them, they'd be able to recruit better people and they'd be better. It's just been sad. Yep. <clears throat> so wait, how do we get to the Lions? Right, football. Check. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, oh man, right now. Okay, so Lions are going to Lion. Uh, Tigers ended up with their same exact record as last year, which was not good. Uh, Red Wings are very green. They're supposed to be red, aren't they? Yes, but the the Red Wings uh, season opener was the other day. And they they had five players on their team making their NHL debut. Oh, that's a really young team. Yes. So in like six years, they should be really, really good. Hopefully. Right now, though, not so much. Aww. So Tigers Tigers are young and not doing well. Red Wings are young and not doing well. Lions are just... Are the Lions. Are the Lions. So just, we have... We can leave it there, right? How are the Pistons doing? Right, this is that really weird time of year when, like, all... All of the major sports, just they're all going. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, did you ever? There was a. I'm not sure if ESPN still does that or not, but at some point when all, when there's an actual game and all four sports happening on the same day, they actually try and send a reporter to all the games to all four to all four just Even to if see if it's four are like across the country. Yeah, they always try. They just want to see if it's possible <laughs> if you could actually watch all four. They're at least a part of all four. Oh, at least a part of all four in one day. Cuz you you probably can't actually watch all like from especially with baseball cuz who the hell knows when that game's going to end. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's the top of the 11th and the score is still 0-0. Zero, zero. Let's see the Pistons. Oh, Pistons are still in preseason it looks like. Okay. Oh yes, cuz they start on the 17th. <clears throat> So the question, uh, ranking, ESPN says 2019 NBA power, uh, no, well, they haven't done the rankings yet. Where are your preseason rankings? You, man, my Google foo is not good. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 15. Oh, this is just the, the, okay, we're in the east, right? Yes. Scrolling. All right. Pistons are predicted to be seventh <coughs> in the east. 
this year. And there are northeast, southwest? There's east and west, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I never know, like, how many divisions are there? There's there's two divisions in basketball. Just, just in basketball, it's just east and west. Yes. So we're predicted to be seventh in the east. Whereas in football, there's, like, northeast, southwest, but that's a subdivision of a division. Yeah, and then there's the hockey divisions, too, which are weird as well. They call them and something they, weird, and they they, they also like have nothing to actually do with where the the city is. Nope, because hey, as we know, teams move around. Hello, yep. Chicago Cardinals. <laughs> I I believe you mean the Arizona Cardinals. Well, what happens if I mean the St. Louis Cardinals? Um, I don't know. What does happen? There were actually two teams called the Cardinals in St. Louis at the same time. It was the St. Louis Cardinals baseball team and the football team was actually in St. Louis as well. Talk about that being confusing. I mean, it's not because colleges do that. When you talk about the Wolverines, are you talking about their football team, their baseball team, their swimming team, their hockey team, their rugby team, their lacrosse team, their softball team? Like, what do you mean, the Wolverines? It comes from context. True. You're like, oh man, how'd the Cardinals do? Well, like, only one of them played last night, so I'm pretty sure I know which one you're talking about. And if they, if both of them played, you're like, well... The, the baseball team did really well in the football team. They, just, they died. Oh. Right. I know he's younger than I am, but that's still upsetting. What? <laughs> Matthew Stafford. He's younger than you are? Yeah. That's, that's Andy, weird. When, when did he play college? Uh, I don't know. After we graduated. Oh, okay. Um, or at least during our, our college. But like, yeah, he, uh, he is 30, what? He's 30 this year. Yeah, it's so weird. I, you know, go into the, we, there's always a, a media luncheon held every year for Western to kind of kick off the football season. And they always have the, the football players, you know, sit down at the tables and you look at them and you're like, you're only like 20, yet you yep. are so much bigger than me. <laughs> yep. That is also sometimes a thing. There was a group walking around the campus the other day. They were doing a tour, and I was looking at them. Uh, the campus at work, right? Okay. The, the, not the UW, but like my campus where I work. Okay. And I, w- I was looking at them as I passed in the hallway, and I turned to the person I was walking with. I'm like, were those high schoolers or, or freshmen? Like, I, I legitimately couldn't tell you if they were in college or in high school. They looked like they were high school, but there were no chaperones. <laughs> Which leads me to believe they were college, but they looked way too young. Like, I... What? <laughs> I, I don't know. We're old. Mm-hmm. Speaking... Uh, I, I can actually segue out of this, though. <laughs> Speaking of being old? No, no, no. Uh, sports. Okay. Speaking of sports. Yes. Because sure. the uh, Vancouver Canucks hockey team, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I say yes. I did not know that there was a hockey team named the Vancouver Canucks. I actually thought Canuck was supposed to be, like, derogatory. And so when I saw that on the, the list of topics, I'm like, Andy, can we say that? And it's like, that's actually the, the team's name. Yes. So, yes, we can. Um, the Canucks are banning Fortnite. They are banning Fortnite on team trips. Yes. Not like in your own private life at home, but just on when you're when you're traveling with the team for the team, mm-hmm. you are not to play Fortnite. Yes. And their reasoning behind this is they want to promote team unity and they want to uh, have you do things and go out and see the cities and be a group of people. Mm-hmm. My response is, what if I don't like being in a group of people? <laughs> What if I'm still really good at sports and and I can play with you and I can mesh with you? But you know what? For my private time, I kind of want private time. I feel this is this is kind of like overregulating. Like, how much of a problem was it? Was it the whole team or was it like one guy and the others were upset because like, hey, let's go out and and go eat and and drink and we'll have a good time and see the sights. And he's like, yeah, you guys go ahead. I'm going to hang back at the hotel. I I don't know. I, I just feel like it couldn't have been the whole team, because if it was the whole team, then that would have been something that they could have bonded over. Well, yeah, no, there there are actually, um, there are examples in towards the end of this article of both, you know, positives and negatives, like the Washington Capitals during the Stanley Cup Finals. The Stanley Cup Finals were in Vegas because they were playing the, they, the Vegas They Knights. went to the International? What? Go on, just keep going. It was uh, in Vegas. Yes, so they were uh, huddled up in their hotel rooms playing Mario Kart. Ah, Okay. Evidently, um, Settlers of Catan is really big on the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> okay. There was an article about it a little while ago that they like, whenever they travel, they just set up in their hotel and play Settlers of Catan. Okay. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes visited Epic Games headquarters for a team building exercise. 
Um, but uh, remember how we talked about uh, Zoom Zoom Zumaya? Uh, nope. D- oh, he was a Detroit Tigers uh, bullpen pitcher. Um, okay. And he missed out. I think it was it was either in sometime in the playoffs. I'm not sure if it was the World Series or not. Um, but he was he missed out because he uh, screwed up his uh, arm or wrist or something playing uh, rock band. Oh no. <laughs> oh, when you've drummed too hard. Joel Zumaya, or was it guitar? Yeah, Joel Zumaya, sorry, it was Guitar Hero, not... Just, just reached too far with that pinky finger. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, 2006 American League Championship Series. Uh, he was out. Uh, yeah, he, he played too much Guitar Hero, injuring his wrist. So he was out of the American League Championship Series. <laughs> in guitar hero 2 the uh credits of the game contain the following messages no pictures were harmed in the making of this game except for one joel Zumaya. he had it coming <laughs> i didn't notice that in the credits oh that's fantastic but uh yes uh former pitcher david former tigers pitcher david price who's now with the red sox actually missed some time earlier this season because of carpal tunnel playing fortnite Guys, can't do that. Come no, on. You've <laughs> you, you, I mean, so there's, there's a difference between playing Fortnite as a like escape and, and just wanting to be alone. And, and there's a difference between doing that and playing video games that are like destructive to the parts of your body that you are contractually obligated to maintain. Yes. So like, if that were the cause of banning it, I, I can get behind that. Like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this in the same way that like a singer shouldn't be out at a bar screaming all night. Like, it's just bad for that part of you that is important for your job. Yeah, soccer players. Why do you keep smashing your foot with a hammer? Because it's fun. <laughs> I feel like, no, that should not be. <laughs> no, no, like you, you, you lose your job. Like, that's. That's an escape clause in your contract. So yeah, if if yeah, if it's a team bonding thing, then yes, I'm you know I'd be all for it. But yeah, no, I you know I wonder how many times players are on the bus or on the plane, just you know everybody's in their phone. You so know? what? Like, prove to me that the team that spends time together is going to play better. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's going to be really hard. Right. Like, I I will get behind the assumption that teams that have bonds will learn better together, will work better together over the long period. But, like, they don't need to be in each other's head like that. You spend enough time together during practice. That's why you practice. I'm saying this as if I'm an authority, and I am not. I have done no research on this whatsoever. I do not have a background in the psychology of group work but, like, let them play Fortnite. This is bullshit. And they keep saying, like, oh, this is from the players. This wasn't a top-down decision. This is from the players. This is from the players. The players asked us to do this. And I'm like, well, did all of the players ask for this? I feel like if all of the players asked for this, you wouldn't have needed to ban it. Mm-hmm. Right? If it were, like, all of the players getting behind this, either A, they don't have enough self-control, in which case I'm kind of worried about them, or B, it wasn't all of them, and this was the way of some of them imposing their their desires on the rest of them yeah this that these latter sound more uh, more plausible yeah so hmm. we'll, we'll just have to keep track of how the canucks do this year <laughs> oh i just see like hey did they play better of course that's you know not not exactly scientific no especially you know we'd have to look at the uh the rosters comparing last year to this year and we'd have to find some sort of control team <laughs> To compare them against. Like, how? How could you? I don't, I have no you idea. You can't. You, you, there is no way to isolate this. We can't do a scientific study on this. I mean, what would the double blind be? I don't know. <laughs> what is the placebo? <laughs> We're going to knock you out, and then over the next half hour, you will either spend time in a blackout with your teammates, or you will spend time in a blackout playing Fortnite. Either way, you won't really remember it. That won't work. I feel like, A, ethics committees might get into a, a, a small tiff about that. And B, you're contaminating your work. Like, how do they know what, if they didn't remember it? What's the difference? Right. So that's enough of that one. Yeah. So what else do you want to? Uh, oh, I get to pick? Yes. Can I, um, can I pivot? Well, no, we got, we got tons of video game topics. Let's hop up to the top. Uh, Nintendo filed a new patent. Yes. Which, on reflection, like... Fuck, I could have put that patent in. <laughs> I think all of us could have put that patent in. It's like, well, so looking shoot. at this being like, shit, that's obvious. And now they're like going to make a fuck ton of money on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the patent is a phone case. 
not, you know, that's that's not patent worthy. The idea, though, is that it basically turns your phone into a Game Boy. A handheld gaming device. Let's mm-hmm. just leave it there. Game Boy is not part of the patent. Just because all of the controls that they have in their example are the same controls from a Game Boy. So you, you get this case, you put it around your phone, and the front of the case has a D-pad and buttons. And so it's a Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Which my and guess is, yeah, you, you launch the Game Boy app... And it just registers the, I'm guessing these are all just conductive, you know, button pads. Pass-throughs. Yeah, pass essentially pass-throughs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is, <laughs> it's so simple, but it's brilliant. Yeah. And like, what the fuck? What were we thinking? <laughs> So the the question is, if this came out, would you buy it? A. B. How much would you spend on it? I don't know. It it doesn't seem like there's a lot to this case, but it's Nintendo, so they're going to be able to tack a price onto it. I don't I don't know. The question is, you know, I don't really have, you know, what what are the big Game Boy games? Oh, um, because you have I mean, Tetris. Yeah, Tetris is is absolutely the number one. Uh, Game Boy games. All right, just top Game Boy games. Let's see what comes up. Pokemon, Pokemon Tetris. Are you going by memory still, or are you? Yes, no, I'm going by memory. Uh, Pokemon right. Tetris, Wario Land, Kirby's Dream Land, Donkey Kong Land Two, Doctor Mario. 2. Was that Doctor Mario? Okay, good. Um, Pokemon. Do all these are also NES games? Twenty six best Game Boy games of all time. Mario Land, Super Kirby. Mario Land Two. You're looking at the same list. Tetris, Metroid Two, Pokemon, and Link's Awakening. Man, it is just amazing to me that they did so much with four colors <laughs> if you look through this art like just remember there were four shades of gray that's it technically two shades of gray there was white black gray and gray hey, now these also the uh game boy color games yeah when did, i mean when game did... boy games and game boy color games were essentially the same now did any f- the, the, the nintendo ds wouldn't work because that's two screens so i'm just trying to think of what other you know andy yeah is your phone touch sensitive yes could you put a solid bar on the case across where the screen goes well i'm looking at this patent and it looks like it's going to look like the original game boy but the patent is just for a case with buttons on it not with a d-pad and a start and select and a b and an a button they could put whatever buttons they want on it yeah but I, i'm looking at the the screen resolution size yeah but that screen doesn't need to be in the same place Take that screen that they have in the patent okay, and just draw a solid line straight through the middle of it. Boom. Mm. Two screens. Nintendo DS. Yeah, but it's not going to look the same. No, they also wouldn't want to do the DS because they're still selling the DS. Yeah. Uh, but they would do Game Boy SP. Game Boy Advance, yeah. Yep. How would multiplayer work? Um, Wi-Fi? Cellular connection? I mean, that would that I think would take the most work because you'd have to actually code something to do that. Yes. Everything else you're just emulating. But for the wired connection between two phones, you'd need to like, I don't know, use NFC or something and, and have the emulator be able to handle the output of the, the ROM and transmit that in the same pattern that the ROM is expecting the information in. Doable, but like would be difficult. <laughs> I I just looked up the top 10 best-selling games for the GBA. Yeah. Pokemon, 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 Super Mario, Super Mario, Mario Kart, Super Mario, Namco, Pokemon, Yoshi's Island. What's the Namco? (laughs) Namco Museum. Oh, yeah, I had that. Oh, so it's all the old games like uh, Pole Position. Okay, I got it. That actually wouldn't be too bad. The SP. What were the top selling games for the SP? Probably Pokemon. No, I don't want GBA games. I want G GBSP. Is that what that was abbreviated as, or no? Uh, maybe Game Boy SP. I mean, Game Boy SP was Game Boy Advance. Just a different form factor. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Because it was technically the Nintendo Game Boy Advance SP. Because <laughs> that's not a mouthful. I had one. I had several, actually. I think I had more than one. Um. So anyway, that's a thing. What other What other things? Well, speaking of new handhelds, uh, Nintendo says they're going to be planning on doing a new Switch for 2019. Which is kind of a handheld. It's a hybrid held. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They, yeah, so rumors about it, but nothing definitive yet. Yeah, some of the... Uh... Nintendo plans to release a new version of its Switch video game console next year to maintain the sales momentum of the device according to suppliers and others with direct knowledge of the plan. So suppliers are saying that their uh, new model is going to be out there, but, you know, it's the Nintendo Switch. I feel like everybody who's already got one has got one. I mean, they're still selling. Yes. Like, a lot. And in another month, 
um, their sales are going to jump again. Oh, because of holiday season? Well, so that's, yes, I was go- that's almost two months away. Uh, I was thinking because of Diablo 3 and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Okay. I mean, those, Andy, what was the biggest selling game on, on the Game Boy? Tetris and Pokemon. And Pokemon and the Game Boy Switch, uh, Game Boy Switch, Game Boy. Wait, Advance was Pokemon. Advanced and the Game Boy 3DS. Pokemon. So... <laughs> What do you think? Pokemon coming out for the Switch, an actual Pokemon game for a Nintendo home console. What's the last Pokemon game that came out on a Nintendo console? Pokemon. You're trying to search it, aren't you? Yeah. There was Pokin, which is a Pokemon cross Tekken released for the Switch. Oh, jeez. There was um, Pokemon Snap on the 64. Oh, Pokemon Snap. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I think there was one more, but it wasn't an actual Pokemon game. Like, there's never been a Pokemon game released on a, on a Nintendo home console. They've all been handheld. They've all been, like, Game Boys. You're still looking, aren't you? No, I just was reading up on something Pokemon-related. I was seeing if there was any, you know, any new word on the uh, Harry Potter Pokemon Go sort of thing. Nothing new. For the Niantic one? Yep. Yeah. It's supposed to be by end of year. Yeah, I know. I, which is, I was like, it's November. <laughs> You know, what? what's going on with that? Mm, well, I don't know. Ooh, that does remind me, though. Yeah. Uh, first off, is Niantic publicly traded? That's Nintendo, not Niantic. <laughs> Niantic is a private company. Yeah, because they used to be owned by Google Alphabet, I think, and then yeah. they... Uh, what's Warner Brothers stock ticker? Is that just... It's got to be WB. Well, it's a subsidiary of Time Warner, which is publicly traded. And Time Warner is Warner Media, which is owned by AT&T. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> So it's AT&T? If I want stock, quote unquote, in Time Warner, I'm actually buying AT&T. I guess so. No, wait. Time Warner is TWX. Okay. Oh, yep. I'm already uh, registered for updates on Wizards Unite, but no actual news. No, not yet. So again, neither Andy nor myself are financial analysts. Neither of us have backgrounds or trainings in finance and, and the stock market. But if and when Harry Potter comes out, it might make Time Warner a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of money. Might need to sink some money into Time Warner. TWX. Cool. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's two things that we, we are making like authoritative statements on despite not being authorities. Despite not being authorities. Caveat. Huge mm-hmm. caveat there. Uh, speaking of Warner Brothers and other movies, uh, Capcom is going to be making a live action Mega Man movie. Cool. Don't fuck it up. Mega Man will be written and directed by Henry Joost and Ariel Schumann, the duo behind the films Catfish and Nerve, which I haven't heard. Don't fuck it up. God, who would you get to play Mega Man? Like, what kind of movie would you even want to see? I don't know. I don't know I don't... how I'd want Mega Man to look. Catfish the film, okay. Oh, it's it's a documentary about somebody catfishing somebody. Okay, that's great. Uh, let's see what the heck Nerve is. A popular online game that challenges players to accept a series of dares. Oh, it's that movie. That that wasn't a good movie. No. So that's not good. Uh, sh- also, Paranormal Activity 3 and 4. Oh. The producers of P- the Planet of the Apes series is co-producing with... <laughs> hey, it's um uh, that guy from Heroes. Masioka? Yeah. Hero. I believe his his character was Hero. From <laughs> yes, Heroes. I do believe so. Yes. Oh God, I, I'm not. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> it seems to be going downhill fast, and we haven't well, even started yet. Like it's it's hard to go lower? Question mark. I like. I don't. See, for me, like Mega Man was one of the games I played a lot of when I was when I was young. Anytime we'd go to um, whatever it was before Hollywood Video. What was the name of the store before Hollywood Video? It wasn't Blockbuster. We didn't do Blockbuster. Hollywood Video. Sorry, Isaac somehow is trying to take both of his wagons at the same time. Yeah. But he they were facing the wrong way, so he was trying to turn them around in the hallway, but they're not, too wide. Not enough space. Yeah. 
Oh, and there was a shoe in his way. Oh, I was wondering what the what the crying was. I figured it was something like that. It did not sound like a like I'm in pain cry, so much as a like how come I'm these unhappy. things? How come these things that I'm trying to carry are obeying the laws of physics? How come these things are not doing what I think they should? Yeah, your son is a smart boy, Andy. I don't think he has a concept of the laws of physics. Nope. Uh, anyway, Mega Man was always like very very meaningful to me growing up, and so I'm I'm really nervous about this. We'll, well see how it goes. Because, mm-hmm. you know, movies made from video games have such a fantastic track record. I don't know. I, can't. I think the Resident Evil series is the only thing that's been like <laughs> video game based movie series. There's got to be a list. List of I, films I'm based on video games. Yep. The Warcraft one was pretty good. Let's take a look, shall we? Starting with Super Mario Brothers from oh. 1993. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Double Dragon, Street Fighter, both terrible. Mortal Kombat was actually pretty good. That was okay, yeah. Uh, Wing Commander was garbage. Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, garbage, those, garbage, those garbage, were... garbage, 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 Doom, garbage, uh, garbage. Silent Hill was a, de- I, I actually liked that. It was a decent movie. They did a dead or alive movie, really? I guess, yes. I'm not sure if it was a porno or not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, garbage, garbage, garbage. How was the Hitman movie? I assume you saw it. It, it, it was, it was basically the first game in movie form. It was okay, just so, so garbage. Yeah. Just so to give you, uh, a sequel was canceled during production. That gives you any indication of how they felt yep. about it. Yeah. Garbage, 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 garbage. Uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time was actually semi-decent. Like, I meant to watch that one. It was, it was pretty good. Like it wasn't amazing, but it was pretty good. Uh, garbage, 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 garbage. Warcraft, Assassin's Creed. Uh, mostly garbage. <laughs> Uh, Rampage? I, I don't... Pokemon Detective Pikachu, what the frack is that? That, that doesn't count, <laughs> but yes, uh, that's... Well, it's not out yet. Uh, oh. I think it stars Ryan Reynolds. Oh, jeez. Uh, yep, film stars Ryan Reynolds as the voice of Detective Pikachu. So is he gonna pull a Vin Diesel and just be like, I am Groot? Nope. So wait, this, this Pikachu talks? This, this is a talking Pikachu. But what is this, Japan? Yes, this is Japan. No, but that's the, the the Pokemon in the Japan anime actually talked, right? Well, all all Pokemon speak their own name. Okay. With the exception of a couple of them. So like Meowth from the the show can speak. Um but he's a very special Meowth in that he can speak. Mewtwo can speak because he's friggin' Mewtwo. Um a lot of the the like legendary and mythicals I think can speak or at least telepathically speak. Justice Smith who is Justice Smith? I don't know. Huh, cool. Um and Catherine Newton and Ken Watanabe. <sighs> Yeah, Detective Pikachu. And now I guess we can add to that list Mega Man. Huh. And then upcoming Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Weird. Live action my point animated being, film. Okay. My point being, these are all awful movies. Yes. Making a movie from a video game doesn't usually work. There's a reason why video games are developed as video games, which I think actually dovetails really nicely into one of our other topics. You, The, the very next topic about video games soul. Yes. Uh, yeah, this was an interview with the uh, chief creative officer of Ubisoft. Yep. And, and what did he have to say? Well, he's uh, he's talking about how great the, you know, the video game industry is. But I'll just read you his quote here. He says, you know what is missing in this industry? A soul. Video games are about gaming, and gaming is not about entertainment. It's about learning. When you learn, you have fun. But when we are just entertainment, we are losing something. I question the team about what real benefits the player will take away from the game for their real life. Right now, we don't do enough in this area. This is what excites me, how to make something that lets you have the most fun while also having something beneficial for your life. I want to read you something. Okay. And I'm going to try and read it without crying because that's actually difficult for me to do. Um, it came out. Oh, God. When was this published? Hang on. It was published in da, 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 the early 80s. Awesome. Thanks, okay. guys. <laughs> Sometime in the early 80s. Uh, can a computer make you cry? This is just the opening of it. Right now, no one knows. This is partly because many would consider the very idea frivolous, but it's also because whoever successfully answers this question must first have answered several others. Why do we cry? Why do we laugh or love or smile? What are the touchstones of our emotions? Until now, the people who asked such questions tended not to be the same people who ran software companies. Instead, they were writers, filmmakers, painters, musicians. They were, in the traditional sense, artists. We're about to change that tradition. The name of our company is Electronic Arts. It goes on. 
Yeah, yeah. It goes on. And like by the end of this, I legitimately am in tears, partly because of just like what happened. Mm -hmm. Like, where did this group go? Uh, It ends with watch us. We're providing a special environment for talented, independent software artists. It's a supportive environment in which big ideas are given room to grow, and some of America's most respected software artists are beginning to take notice. We think our current work reflects this very special commitment, and though we are few in number today and apart from the mainstream of the mass software marketplace, we are confident that both time and vision are on our side. Join us. We see farther. Hmm. It's it's really moving, but like, Sergey from, from Ubisoft has a point, but I think is also missing a point that like, education can be an aspect of this art but what's missing is is in general the art now that's also from the perspective of the huge software mega companies right mm-hmm. ea microsoft um sony ubisoft uh who else activision right all the people who are pumping out these triple a multi-billion dollar titles mm-hmm. the, the, the truth of the matter is that art doesn't pay as well no and he actually talks about that later in the th- the uh the interview yeah uh towards the bottom of the article hold on let me get back to it i was actually looking at the <laughs> list of electronic arts released titles trying to figure out you know where where, where are their artists in this in their history of uh, gaming? They're out there. The original group from EA was that group. Uh, oh yeah, one could argue games like Minecraft or Roblox, which foster creative play and emphasize building things, would qualify as games that carry such benefits for players. However, when he was later asked about those specific games and kid-friendly entertainment in general, he seemed less enthused about Ubisoft working in that space. It is not our will to. It is not our will not to go there. We have some games designed for younger audiences, but when we do Rayman or games like that, we don't sell as much as Assassin's Creed. The team wants to be successful and sell millions, and we have more success with the more adult-rated titles. Still, we have brands like Child of Light, Rayman, blah 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 blah. So we have plenty of them. Starlink, Just Dance, but people know Ubi from Assassin's Creed, Rainbow Six. So I won't say we won't make more games for younger audiences. As I said, it's an organic process to decide. During the internal vetting process, people generally propose more mature themes. So he's like, yeah, this would be great. We're not going to do it, though, because we don't sell enough. Yeah, which is not the fault of the video game industry. Like, that's the fault of of in industry. Yeah, they're, they're an entertainment industry. Yes, right. you know, it'd be nice, you know, to have the artistic. But that that's what some of the indie developers are for. Granted. We're getting a, a frickin' sea load of indie developers out there. It's hard to find the next blow, the next braid, the next fez. Uh, oh, what was that one? The the PlayStation one that was like uh, the, the shoot. The PlayStation one, the, the PlayStation indie game? Yeah. Journey? Yes, Journey. <laughs> How many points? There's, what other PlayStation indie games are there? Flow? But I, I, I'm calling all cars. <laughs> okay. Was an indie game. <laughs> True. You only knew that one because you played it. Yep, I played it very well, thank you very much. I know, you destroyed them. You destroyed them in that game. Yeah, you know, the, the terrible part is about like three quarters of the way through, I, I kind of stopped trying. I, I know, I saw you. <laughs> I was there watching you, the whole you were time. There. Right, because like, the, the, yeah. Um... But still, like, um, oh, Monument Valley, I think, is on the PlayStation. The Smithsonian had a, it was MoMA had um, video games, right? Uh, I think Smithsonian. MoMA video games. Here, let's see what it says. The Art of Video Games at the Smithsonian Art Museum. Wow, that was a long time. That was six years ago. Yeah, Pac-Man, Tetris, Another World, Mist, SimCity 2000, The Sims, Katamari Damashe, Ivan Damasi. Damasi. Katamari Damasi. I mean, okay. I guess in Japanese it would be closer to Damashi. Portal, Katamari Flow, Damashi. Passage. Wow. You're just talking about like artistic video games? Yeah, the MoMA's collection of uh, video games. They want Space War, Pong, Snake, Space Invaders, Asteroids, Zork, Tempest, Donkey Kong, Yars, Revenge, Mule, Core War, Marble Madness, Super Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, NetHack. Street Fighter 2, Chrono Trigger, Super Mario 64, Grim Fandango. That's a game I've always wanted to play. I don't think... Do I have that on my Steam library? I have to look. But yeah, so yeah, MoMA's got a thing. Mist. Mist, I feel like, was a very artistic game that just, you know, basically sold everybody a CD-ROM drive. <laughs> yep. That's why we got ours, I'll tell you that for a fact. That you got your CD-ROM drive for Mist. Yeah. Thing was a brick, too. The CD drive? Yeah. I mean, it had to fit in the... the no, it was external computer. at that time. Oh, God. Yeah, that would have been a big drive. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah, no, it's... He's got a point there, but then he also, at the very end, points out the fact that, you know, hey, 
artistic things don't sell. Nope. But again, that's not a problem of the industry. It's a problem of the consumer or what? It, I guess. Like, it's a problem with our culture. We don't respect art as much as, as raw entertainment. I could I could see that, yeah. You know, look at the, the top grossing films are all, you know, not really. Right. Now, heck, heck, the, heck, I can even, okay, I can even do that. When the Oscars honestly said that they had a, they, they added another category to the Oscars, right? And then was, removed it. They removed the popular movie? Yeah. Oh, they were they were going to I think they removed it. Yes, popular film drops the yeah September sixth. Yeah, they got almost like a week after they announced it, yeah, less than a month ago, saying it to, has determined the award merits further study. Yeah, <laughs> there were fears it would segregate popular films from movies considered to be of high quality. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's the same thing. The Oscars were thinking about adding a popular category, and it's just like ooh, I guess congrats for them for not. Mm-hmm. All right. What else do we want to talk about? Uh, oh, we can talk about. Uh, we can pivot to another Ubisoft topic. Ooh, because this one, uh, Ubisoft and Google are teaming up for Project Stream. So, what is Project Stream? Uh, Project Stream, which uh, it, the the first test has been actually began on the fifth, but you can still sign up if you want to. Um, to actually try and play through Assassin's Creed Odyssey through a Chrome browser. What? Yeah, they're, they're testing out streaming games through Chrome, and they're testing it out with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So if you want to try and sign up for the test, which sh- uh, Google says will last until mid-January. Um, yes, please. You need a Google account. I have one. An Ubisoft account. I have one. A computer with a recent version of Chrome. I have one. Uh, a reliable internet connection. They're recommending 25 megabits per second. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a speed test right now. <laughs> Speedtest.net. Hang on. It's reliable. Uh, 25 they want? Yes. Megabits or bytes? Megabits. Running test now. Uh, 21, 20. You did speedtest.net, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on. We'll see what... I just run the run on the Google homepage just because that's easiest. Survey says, yep, that's about the same. Yep, 20 down, 10 up, 11 up. Holy crap, that's the best upload speed I think I've ever gotten, ever. (laughs) So... Uh, I'm on Spectrum, and Spectrum yeah. is brand new in this neighborhood. Yeah. Per when I got it, uh, I forgot when I got the internet. I'll have to look that up. But so there's not a lot of people on Spectrum in this neighborhood. My download is 90. Upload is 11. 90? 90. You're at 90 down? I'm at 90 down. Good mother. Wow. Across the street, there's fiber. <laughs> It's less than a mile away, and I cannot get it. Oh, what's really sad is my work speed is still faster than this. Yeah. Because we're literally attached, like, directly to the fiber line going through town. Yeah. And it's amazing. Andy, I work at a software company. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, your pipe is probably freaking huge. (laughs) I I work at a software company that hosts medical data. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Your pipe is probably... I I would actually would want to see the actual physical pipe, because I remember going Um, up to MSU's data center, and they're actually... Conduit tube. I, I can't get you access to that. Like that is such a secure place. Oh, I know. No, the MSU one I went to. You know, they had to get my name ahead of time and run me through a background check in order to get to the into the MSU data centers. But this is the yep. data center for the entire university. Yep. They have two separate fiber connections coming in. Yep. It was ridiculous the size. Of the physicalness of it. It's just like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah, you know, okay, here's, you know, I see the individual, you know, fiber optic strands. And then it's just a whole freaking thing of like this. And then they're all bundled. Oh my gosh, this, the size of the actual freaking what was ridiculous. Thinking, oh, that's all fiber. It's all fiber. And I can barely put my hand around it. So yeah, so Google is trying to stream AC Odyssey through your Chrome browser, which we know that'd be neat to try. Huh. Niantic is teaming up with the National Park Foundation Ooh. to celebrate the 50th anniversary of National Parks. Well, that should be nice. Uh, Niantic is running a special campaign about exploring as many rivers and trails as possible. We're going to try and collectively visit the thousands of trails across the U.S. and more than 12,000 miles of rivers protected by the wild and scenic river system. And we need your help. Visit one of the rivers or trails from October 4th to December 31st. Damn it, Niantic, not everyone lives in San Francisco. <laughs> Yes, visit those rivers in the middle of winter. Participating players receive a special patch and a handwritten note from Niantic. Uh, You can send them a postcard or you can publish an Instagram post. So post to Instagram or go really old school. 
For every postcard received, Niantic will donate $5 to the National Park Foundation. People have already started visiting. Oh, that's cute. How do I know where there are parks near me? Uh, Niantic says, uh, if you need some inspiration to tape for high seat, you can check out this list of national trails and designated rivers. Where? I don't see that link. Where do you see that link? Uh, this was on the CNET article. National, uh, trails50.org. Trails50.org. Yes, number 50. Trails50.org? Yes, trails50.org. Find your trail. Hashtag find your trail. Okay, I want to know what trails, goddammit. I don't want email updates, I just want to know the trails. National trails. The Appalachian Trail, the Arizona Trail, the Continental Divide Trail, the Florida Trail. Yes! All right, I thought so. The Ice Age Trail. Guess what trail cuts right through Madison about two miles away from my house? The Ice Age Trail? The Ice Age National Scenic Trail. Nice. Totally gonna be going and taking a picture and then reactivating my Instagram account from, like, (laughs) four years ago. (laughs) Like, yeah! You can so that Niantic a, donates money. Send him a postcard. I need to get a postcard. Does it have to be a postcard of the trail? I don't know. I don't know. And you can send him an email or something. You have until the end of the year. Yep. I passed that. Tra- Actually, there's a there's a Pokestop and a gym on that trail. Oh, okay. So I, I go over there like all the time. That's really cool, though. Good for Niantic. But seriously, not everyone lives in San Francisco. October 2nd to December 31st is not a fun time to be outside. Well, they started October 2nd because that was the actual date of the signing of the National Trails and Wildlife Scenic River Act. I get that. But, like, couldn't they have at least done it until May of next year? That would be nice, yes. Um, Other news? Windows pulled the October update for Windows 10. After I had updated my work laptop to the October... Oh, no. Luckily, I think everything is still there. Okay. I updated it on Friday before I left, so I haven't actually checked it out yet. (laughs) But yes, I had updated my work laptop. Because, you know, I was I was out on a remote on yep. uh, Friday morning. And so I didn't really have anything to do because everything was running fine. So I'm like, oh, look, Windows update. A Windows sure. update. You know, I've got, oh. I've got you know, freaking four hours to kill. I'll just update it. You know, it should be done by the time we're done here. So, yeah. All right, hold on. I'm looking at, oh, oh, there's one in Michigan. Which one is this one? You're looking at National Trails? Yeah. Probably up at the Manistee Forest. North County National Scenic Trail. North County National Scenic Trail. Sorry, North Country. Sorry, North Country. North Country National Scenic Trail. Yes. Uh, oh, wow. That is a big trail. Yeah. And goes very close to you. Just wonder if there's a way station nearby here or something. Looks like there's one in the Battle Creek area, maybe? Huh. Oh, my gosh. This thing goes all the way to freaking North Dakota. Yep. Damn. I like that hook that it does when you get into Minnesota, where it's like, well, I guess there's further north to go now, so we'll go along the coast. <laughs> If you want to do it, go right ahead. So it starts what, in like Vermont? Or does it actually start at the border in New York? I think it starts at the border in New York. Yeah, it looks like it starts at the border in New York. It should not be used for detailed trip planning. (laughs) (laughs) Really? It looks like I might have to go to the Yankee Springs in order to get something. What county are you in? Kalamazoo. Okay. I didn't know if it was the Kalamazoo County. (laughs) It's It's the biggest city in the county. I feel like, you know. Yeah, well, it's not called the Ann Arbor County true I'm pretty sure it's not called lansing county is it called lansing county i don't i don't actually know oh well i live in dane county there is no dane city okay anyway back to topics sorry as we're planning a, a hike in the middle of winter because that's a good thing sure <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of like it can be pretty. It can be pretty. I'm just going to leave it there. It, yeah, can, it be can be pretty. Yes. Speaking of the Great Lakes, though, haha, I can go from here. OK. Uh, the Energy Department uh, has proposed oh, yeah. funding for wind farms in Lake Erie. Yep. You you make that sound like it's a bad idea. No, it's it's a, I, I just didn't expect to have, you know, a wind farm in the Great Lakes. I thought that was mostly, that was supposed to be offshore in the ocean. I mean, Andy? Yeah? Do you realize that for all intents and purposes, the Great Lakes are an ocean? Oh, yeah. No, it's a, there's a, they're, they're quite big. I, why did you just suddenly slip into like a northern Michigan Canadian <laughs> accent? Because we're surrounded by the lakes. All right, now we just moved to, like, Manitoba. We went from Michigan to Wisconsin to Toronto to Manitoba. Yeah. To so Sweden? I, I, don't, I don't know where that last one was going. I don't know where you're going. 
Right now, it'd be Lake Erie. So yes, the Department of Energy uh, has an area eight miles off Ohio's Lake Erie coastline slated to see six new 3.45 megawatt turbines. So eight miles off the coast of Lake Erie, they're planning on putting a bunch of wind turbines. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. Like, that's no. pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm honestly surprised. How come there's no, you know, wind turbines in Lake Michigan? I'm pretty sure there are. Really? I know there's I know there's on the shoreline. There's, there's a ton of them up by Midland. I know that for a fact. Actually, I drove... I, I went to a conference up in Indian River, uh, which is, you know, up by like uh, Crystal Mountain. And that's all the, the Gaylord. That's what I was thinking of. It's up by Gaylord. And I was driving back and it was just freaky because, you know, all the wind turbines have the, the lights because they're, you know, tall enough to have the aircraft, you know, avoidance lights. But they all have to be synced because I guess if they're not synced, they mess with the birds. Oh, no. So, you know, it's this huge flatland, tons of wind turbines, and you just glance over there and all of a sudden you see this just sea of red dots that just blink on and blink off at the same time. And those are all the wind turbines. And you're like, holy cow. So yes, they're in Michigan. There's a bunch over by Ludington as well. But I don't think wind turbines, great lakes. Let's see. No, it doesn't look like there's anything in the lakes. They're just all talking about around the lakes. But they're adding some to Lake Erie. Yes. And we'll see how those work. And if mm-hmm. they work, then maybe we'll add some to Michigan. Could see a bunch going into Superior. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Could you imagine how much power you could generate with Superior? The problem with Superior would be ice forming on the windmills. Yes. Because as soon as ice starts forming on those, you shut them down. Because <laughs> they get very unstable. And that's not good. They spin very quickly. Mm -hmm. They don't look like it. They look like they're just taking their time. But then you have to realize the scale of those things. They are so big. Uh, It also looks like uh, an energy company in Canada uh, (laughs) announced a plan to put more than 40 turbines along Lake Ontario as well. It'd be cool. I'd, Mm -hmm. I'd be excited to see it. But again, like ice becomes an issue, especially on the lakes. Yeah, the turbines would cluster along a 12-mile stretch of Lake Ontario between Niagara and Orleans counties. People are saying there's so much noise, and the guy's like, uh, I've been to windfield, windmill fields. They're not noisy. None of the turbines in this layout are any closer. In fact, all of them are more than a third of a mile from any uh, participating house. All right. Yep, we have six. I don't know if there's... Uh, is there a map of, like, wind turbines? I U.S. Wind Turbine Database. Sweet! Oh, my oh, God. Is this actually a thing? Yes! <laughs> you can download oh god uh viewer there's the u.s wind turbine database viewer holy crap andy andy oh my god this is amazing oh yeah no i'm already on there yeah what the hell database contains fifty-eight thousand one hundred and eighty-five turbines they're all individual oh my god they have a project name all wind turbines have a project name yes oh, of course so uh, we we own a couple turbines. Epic, the company I work for. Yeah, right. They're on the list. Uh, they're they're here because this is all the wind turbines of the country. They all have a project name. Our our project name is Galactic Wind. <laughs> Because our headquarters is the intergalactic headquarters. We have kind of a, a space theme kick going on. There's one up in Traverse City. I didn't know that. Showing six turbines with a total rate of capacity of 10 megawatts. Wow. Yeah, there's one turbine between uh, west side of Traverse City. I didn't know that. The thing is, it doesn't tell you, like, who owns them. I'd be very curious to know, like, which energy companies own these, because there's some really big ones. Lake Winds Project Michigan. Okay, that is 56 turbines. All right. It's a Lunch just outside of Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you. Uh, oh my god, I could spend like hours just messing around with this. Yeah. Oh, no, the the ones over by uh, Gratiot County, just south of Mount Pleasant. Those were the ones that I was looking at while driving. Project name: Traverse City. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, wow. All along the thumb? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. There's not much over there anyway, so. Jeez. This setup. Yeah, the Gratiot County one is just, that's insane. There's a lot of wind turbines in this country right now. Mm-hmm. are all these? They're going along the ridge? Well, we're going to have to post this map as a topic. Yep. So if you want to just, like, explore random shit, it's only the U.S. data. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I love the fact that our turbines are on there. I'm highly amused. <laughs> Wait, is this, this isn't like live, right? How close uh, are these wind turbines? Oh, turbines? Lake Winds Energy Park, uh, the ones that are over by Ludington, uh, looks like they're owned by Consumers Energy. So, Basically, my guess is if you start looking up. Wow, the, uh, these are like, these dots are highly accurate. One second. Because if you zoom all the way in onto the dot, you can see the wind turbine. Sometimes it's not easy to see, but look at the shadow. 
Right. Should we, uh, we should move on? All right. This is so cool, Andy. <laughs> I know, but we're already at an hour and a half. Oh, God. And we haven't even touched most of our topics. Yeah. Um, 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 Amazon is doing $15 an hour minimum wage. And removing uh, bonuses in the process. Yep. Um, GM and oh, Honda is is paying General Motors an incredible amount of money to do research into automation. Yeah, because they they announced uh, that they were leaving uh, Waymo, right? Yeah, they're saying like, yeah, we're, but not just that they're leaving Waymo, but also like. In fact, are, were they even with Waymo? Yeah, they were working with... Uh, but not, like, not a huge... I think I don't think they were working with Waymo. I swear, I thought they were working with there. I don't remember about that. I, they might have been, but I think this is more that, like, Honda doesn't want to have to do the research themselves. They recognize that other companies are already farther ahead, and so they're just investing in that. Waymo has been negotiating a partnership with Honda since late 2016 when the company was still housed within Google. Okay, but negotiating a partnership is not working with. Hold on, but this is an article from April 2nd. Well, Andy, in six months they didn't start a partnership and then decide to go with something else. Okay, Honda and Waymo were nearing a deal to jointly develop autonomous vehicles earlier this year when the Japanese company walked away. Just a few months later, Honda bought into General Motors' Cruise LLC unit instead. Uh, according to people, Waymo wasn't willing to share the substantial technology it had already developed to run autonomous vehicles and was seeking to cut a deal that would focus on Honda providing the cars and they would provide the autonomous components. So they just wanted a platform. They didn't want Honda to get the uh, the goods. Okay, so that's, yeah, they were trying to work together, but Waymo, they didn't, Honda didn't like what Waymo was giving them, so they decided to go with GM instead. Um, California got sued because of the net neutrality law that they signed almost immediately. <laughs> By basically that's every single broadband, yeah, broadband yep. trade group and the U.S. government. Yep. And SpaceX is going to attempt a land-based recovery of their first stage. They, oh, I was going to say, they've done that many times. Mm, have they? Of they the did first, water-based. They've done land. The, the Falcon Heavy was land-based. Was it? Yes. Okay. Well, they are attempting it in the West Coast. Oh, okay. So that's new. Yep. Normally, the West Coast ones were always drone ship landings out in the uh, out in the Pacific. Well, now they have a launch recovery facility. Oh, okay. Gotcha. God, 17th launch attempt this year. Yep. Average of, what, two per month? Just under two per month? Uh, random review. Okay. Is my turn? Yes. I would like to review the puzzle game slash programming game, Shenzhen IO. Okay. Uh, you've played Space Chem. Yes. This is the same guy who did Space Chem. Okay. So I still have a lot not of finished Space Chem, but that's because it's really hard. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. He makes really good and really hard puzzles, and the the cool thing is, a lot of the puzzles are like emergent, right? He doesn't design the whole thing and be like, "Ah, oh, I want to do this and this and this." It's just like, if I give you these simple instructions, these simple controls, what sort of things can we come up with? So in Space Chem, the controls are like. Input something, rotate, move, right? Mm -hmm. This one is circuits and programming. And so you can have multiple inputs and you have a required output. And however you get there is up to you. But... It's 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 so well designed. When you open up the game, uh, it, it's a series of emails is how you interact with the game at the beginning. It's like, OK, here's this, this and this. And oh, uh, I printed or I, I've delivered the um, the manual to you to read. And you click on a button on your like virtual desktop and it launches your PDF reader. Whatever program you have for reading PDFs, it launches that, and it opens up a PDF. And the PDF, the very first page of the PDF, is instructions on how to print and bind the PDF. Okay. So it's like, this is how the PDF is structured. The first couple pages are just background information, and you should read through those. And it's things like your job application to this company, your visa application to work in Shenzhen, because it's in China and you have to have a visa. Um, it's, it's emails back and forth with a headhunter trying to find you a position. And then it's like, all right, so that's, that's all the background. And then here's a, a quick reference sheet. And then here is the like instructions, the translated instructions for the chips that you will be working with, including the opcodes for an assembly like language. So like this chip has a little bit of memory and you can move things into that memory uh, it has simple pin inputs and bus pin inputs, and you can use those, and you can move from 
registers to memory. You can move from a register to a register. You can add, subtract, multiply. You can even do tests for like test equals or test less than. There's some conditional logic. And it's it's this really simple instruction set, but it is learning to write in assembly-like code. So, like, move pin one to memory. Okay. Yeah, sure. And then the puzzles are, like, the very first puzzle is you're making a chip for a, a security camera that's not a real security camera. It's just supposed to look like a real security camera. And so it says, like, we want two lights. We want one that just beeps every second, just goes on and then off and then on and then off. And then the other light should be mimicking a data stream. So it should be, like, on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, on. And it, you, you have this limited instruction set to generate these pulses. And it's really well done. And it's really fun. And then it grows. And then it gets harder. Just like in Space Chem. And then it gets even harder. And you start unlocking more chips and more things that you can do. And there's other requirements that come in. And it's like, oh, we want to, you know, we want to hire your company to do this, this, and this. Um, here's the specification sheet. And you have to go to the PDF and open the spec sheet and start reading and putting it together. It is fantastic. <laughs> it's a really good puzzle game. And teaches you some basics of programming. Like, really basics of programming. <laughs> huh. <laughs> I've had it for a week. I got it just after we recorded last week. And I have put in... Uh... 11 hours. It also comes with a Steam workshop, so, like, there's some integration with the community. You can come up with your own puzzles. Hmm. Um, and because it's a Zaktronic game, this guy who, who makes it, not only does it show you your stats, unlike you did it with this price, because each chip that you add costs money, each component you add costs money. So you did it with this price, you did it in this amount of power consumption, and you did it with this many lines of code. Not only does it tell you that, it also compares you to your friends list. Oh, that again. So you get that same histogram of like the community as a whole did it like this. Your friends did it with these records. And you're like, well, fuck, I did it in like nine lines of code and my friend did it in three. <laughs> How the hell did he do it in three? I don't know. So, yeah, it's a really good game. I, I encourage you to check it out. I will have, I'll have to look at it, but you know. Put it on your wish list. All right. It does go on sale at like 60 some percent off. <laughs> All right. I... I'm looking at this going like this is a. I thought it was like a, a circuit simulator when I first looked at it, but you, uh, I guess you say it's a game. So all right, it it is a game. It is a really good game. All right, what's its current price on Steam right now? Twenty bucks, fifteen bucks. All right, I'll add it to this my guy, wish list. This guy, like his games are just so damn good and so puzzly. But yes, read the manual. Uh, I I actually followed the instructions for mine, which are to print the manual and then bind it, like put it in a three ring binder. It even comes with um here are the here's a page for cutting out for putting into tabs if you buy this kind of tab mm -hmm. it's it's really good random topic random topic rolled ahead of time yep how many of the great lakes have you ridden upon in a boat two yes that is also my answer as well two which which ones did you ride in on a boat uh i took the ss badger okay. across lake michigan when did you take the badger when we had relatives in manitowoc that would be a good time to take the badger yeah so we would okay. take the badger over in the morning visit <laughs> the relatives in manitowoc and then take the badger back at night okay and I do believe at some point I have been to Mackinac Island, but I have been so young, I did not remember it. But I have supposedly have oh. been on the island. Does that count as Michigan or Huron? That's Huron because it's on the oh. east side of the bridge. Three. I've been on three. What, where's your wait? Where's your third? Uh, I went on the Niagara Falls thing. Oh, yeah, we haven't done that. Yeah, I went to Niagara Falls and I did the little like uh, boat that goes just next to but not technically beneath the falls. Oh, like the, the Lady of the Mist or something like that? Yeah, that one. So I have been on three of the five Great Lakes. Yes, I've only uh, I've, I've been in, I think. F <laughs> no, I think I've been in actually four out of the five. Yeah, well, I've, I've been in Lake Michigan. I've been in Superior. I've been in Huron. Does and I've does been in Erie. Getting, so here's the question. Yes. As the water is going over the falls, which lake is it a part of? I'm not sure. Well, I don't think there's a technical distinction, Andy. I'm asking for your input. Well, what, okay, you now count? wait a second. Wait a second. 
Now, if you took the ferry to the bottom of Niagara Falls, technically you're not actually in the lake. You're what? on the river. What? I call shenanigans. That's part of the lake. Well, then, if that's part of the lake, then I would consider going to Boblo Island then being, you know... Oh, okay. No, Niagara Falls is, like, way in the river. Yes. All right. Niagara River, Niagara River, Niagara River. Wait a minute. No, so where where are the falls themselves? The falls are right next to Niagara Falls State Park. Okay. So the falls, the, it goes from the river down to the lake. Yes. So I, I was in Lake Ontario. No, I don't think the Maid of the Mist actually goes that far, though. All right, wait, are you talking about the one that go to the bottom of the falls? Yeah. I think the Maid of the okay, Mist... No, so the falls is at the beginning of the river. I see. Yeah. The Horseshoe Falls, right? Which is the good one. Yeah. Because the, the other falls are kind of, like, crappy. Yeah. Okay, that is that is indeed in the river. That's, like, halfway. So I guess that doesn't count. Then I have only been in two. The same two that you have been in. Yes. <laughs> I feel like one of them was on the same boat that I was on, just at a different time. Uh, yep. <laughs> I did take the Badger. Actually, both of them may have been the same boat. Maybe, yeah. Because the other was to uh, Mackinac Mac- Island. Wow, that is, that is just, even on Google Maps, that's impressive. Oh, the, the falls? Yeah. Yeah. You know they move back? Oh, yeah. No, they're, they've been slowly eroding. Yeah. So what's going to happen when they, like, slowly erode back into the river even further? I mean, that would take hundreds of years, right? Like, maybe even thousands. Niagara Falls erosion rate, here we go. Like a foot per year. 2.3 feet per year. Okay, how how long is the river between the falls? Oh, sorry, now, uh, sorry, erosion of the American Falls is estimated at 3 or to 4 inches every 10 years now due to the um, hydroelectric generation. So we've slowed that down. Yes. But the American one is the crappy one. Yes. It's, it's kind of weird because the American one is the one to the north. <laughs> Niagara Falls. All right, so I've not been on Ontario. I've been next to Erie and probably should have gone on to it, but didn't because uh, Erie's where Cedar Point is. Yes. Wait, where the hell is Cedar Point? Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah, I know that. Where did Sandusky, Ohio, jackass? Uh, Northern Ohio, there west of Cleveland. There it is. Now I found it. It's it's right where I thought it was. I was just looking like a little too far to the west. And that's a big parking lot. Whose brilliant idea was it to build an amusement park on the goddamn lake? Um, Atlanta. City, basically. Okay. If I remember correctly, that's what they based Cedar Point off of. Opened in 1870. All right, I think that's it. Yeah, so yeah, not not many. I I, you know, I've swam in most of them, just haven't actually ridden a boat. Well, too bad. I should buy a boat. boat. You should buy a boat? No. No, I shouldn't. No, no. You should not buy a boat, Andy. No. Do you do you want your kid to be able to like go to college? Not buying a boat. That's a Don't boat. buy a boat. Nope. That's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, that's a wrap. Yep. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.